It's time now to get the hell out of your life. A weekly broadcast with real people sharing real struggles and offering real hope. Today's show will encourage, inspire, and empower you to face life's challenges with a bold confidence and renewed hope. Now, let's join our host, Ron Myers, the promoter. Hello there, my friends. Boy, I just about burnt my tongue. Had some hot coffee here, getting ready to have a conversation with you. And um, I love a cup of coffee. (laughs) Hot coffee, black coffee. I remember when I first got in the Air Force, a bunch of us were going to uh, Destin for the weekend. And uh, I didn't drink coffee at the time. And everybody said, no, you know, you need to drink coffee. You don't want to sleep tonight. We're all going to have a good time. So I remember going into a Waffle House. My first Waffle House ever. I was 18 years old. Ordered a black coffee with about five cream and about five sugars. And then it took me a few years, but now just a good old cup of black coffee. I love black coffee. Stronger, the better. So what kind of challenges did you face this week? Tough week? A lot of things that uh, happened to you. Maybe you didn't expect, or maybe you heard some news, or maybe you just are concerned about the election. Uh, Hey, everybody has got some stress on their plate. And today I want to just have a conversation with you. I don't have any guests. I thought to myself today, I said, well, Lord, who am I going to interview? And he said, well, why don't you tell some of your stories, how I came in and rescued you out of some of the boneheaded, dumb things you did in your life. And boy, have I done some dumb things in life. Isn't that a good thing, though, sometimes about doing dumb things? I mean, If we do dumb things, then when we do the right thing, we realize how dumb we were the first time. And life is about improving, about changing, about making mistakes and then not making the mistakes and getting smarter. You know, um, someone told me years ago, do you know why, Ron, you were good at the things that you do? I said, no, why? I'd love to hear your thoughts Because I can tell one thing with you, you are a constant learner. And I said, well, you know, I don't think I know it all, but I know a lot of people out there that know so much more than me. And I want to be a sponge and just absorb their knowledge, their wisdom, their attitude. And, And really, that's what even... Following God, following Jesus, the teaching of Jesus is that if we can become the hands and feet of Jesus, well, then we can be more compassionate, more loving, more peaceable when we don't want to be peaceable. We can love the unlovable. And you think, well, that's almost impossible. You don't know, Ron, some of the people that uh, I know. Well, let me tell you something. I've run into some pretty rough people. In fact, my book that's coming out, The Promoter, it will be out literally in just weeks. Um, I had some bad people after me. I had some really serious run-ins. But, um, and a lot of times it was my fault, but sometimes it wasn't my fault. You know how it is, friends. You do something sometimes and you are really innocent of why you're doing it. You just want to do something, but somebody interpret it wrong 
and all of a sudden tempers flare and people that you were friends with, you don't talk with anymore. Maybe children have upset you. And, you know, that's one of the things that the title of the show, Get the Hell Out of Your Life. I think sometimes the hell that is in our life is self-imposed hell. We let it come in because we don't control our temper. We don't control our attitude. And how many times do you say something that you know when you're saying that you're thinking, why am I talking like that? Why am I saying that? I know that's not the right thing to say, but you cannot control yourself. You just come out and then after you say it, you can't take it back. And then you have all these people that are upset with you and then you get upset at yourself and, you know, one thing can lead to another. Next thing you know, uh, you're having a bad day. Been there, done that. I have the T-shirt. And that's why it is so important that each of us, as we get up in the morning, we have to anticipate adversity. We have to anticipate somebody is going to try and rain on our parade. We are going to hear news that we don't want to hear. We are going to see things maybe we don't want to see. So we have to get up. I always tell people, get up in a mindset of uh, being proactive. Because if we can master our days, if we can master our minutes, then we can control the hours, then the day. And then soon you are in control of your day, then outside circumstances telling you what to do, how you should act and how you should behave. And the whole world and friends and bosses and people are thinking for you and your mind's about ready to blow up because deep down, you know what they're telling you isn't anything that you agree with, but you want to keep peace or maybe you can't keep peace. That's when you kind of let go of a, a smart alley comment. <laughs> I've been known as a, as a guy that with a lot of smart alley comments and um, I just sometimes couldn't control my tongue. A lot of people say, when you came to Jesus, Ron, what was the one thing that changed? I said, well, probably the most changed the most was my vocabulary. And then I think after that, I really, um, because I felt the peace of God, I just felt Jesus inside of me. I wanted to find out why I was here, what my purpose was, what is it that was my assignment in life? And, you know, that was about 20 years ago, and I've I've never really looked back at all. And I think that sometimes, friends, our mistakes are, are opportunities in life that maybe didn't lead us to the place we wanted to go. If you really reflect and look at those, those mistakes often took you to where you are today. In fact, if you did not make that mistake, if that thing did not happen to you, would you be where you are? Would you be with the person that you're with? Would you have the children that you have? You know, that's why when I meet people all the time and uh, they talk about, uh, I don't even ask anymore if you're married or how, how's, how's the husband? How's the wife? Uh, I get tired of hearing, oh, well, we're, we're not married anymore. No, she just liked the next door neighbor more than I did. Or he ran off with the secretary. <laughs> so I quit asking that. And then, though, they say something sometimes. They said, yeah, it was a mistake. I should have never married him. I should have never married her. And I said, well, don't you have children? Oh, yeah, we have beautiful children. So you regret those children. Oh, no, no. Why would you say that? 
Well, you just said you should have never married him. If you didn't marry him, you wouldn't have your children. So even in troubles, you have blessings that come out of the troubles, but you have to look for the blessings. If we would look more for the blessings that God has given us each and every day, instead of always focusing on the problems, it is amazing the things that we would begin seeing and saying, you know what? God is blessing me. God is with me. And um, I never really paid any attention. I tell people it's kind of like when you buy your car. When you buy a car, a new car, all of a sudden you see that car all over the road. (laughs) You think, I've never noticed all those cars before that are just like the one I bought. That's because you're now in tune to what you own. And when you are in tune, you see it out there. In other places. Well, when you are in tune with the blessings of God, when you are in tune with what he is doing in your life, then all of a sudden you start seeing things differently. You start hearing things differently. And then if you really go to the next level, and I encourage this to everyone, is that you spend some quiet, quiet time away, away from radio, music, everything. And then you let that beautiful, still, quiet voice of God just penetrate your spirit. And when God speaks, you know it's God. You just know it's God. You just know it's God. And then you begin this dialogue. And that is one of the ways that, in fact, if I was not able to do that, I would have so much hell in my life. (laughs) I I just, uh, I know how to get the hell out of my life is I just have to have a deep down conversation with God. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Hey, I'm going to take a break, and when I come back, I want to talk to you about mistakes. Some of the biggest mistakes that I ever made turned out to be the biggest and best blessings that I ever had. I'll be back in a minute. Does God speak to us today? If so, what does He sound like? Thundering roars? Crashing waves? a booming megaphone. Maybe sometimes, but maybe it's not quite as Hollywood dramatic as all that. Maybe it's a little more simple. John 10, 27 says, My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. In the midst of all the noise and questions, God is speaking and we can hear his voice. We just need to learn to recognize it. So what does he sound like? He sounds like love, like reconciliation, like kindness, wisdom, hope, truth. Do you know those sounds? Then maybe you hear his voice more often than you think. Maybe you're being led by him more than you realize. Maybe God is speaking to you and you actually are listening. You just didn't know it. Welcome back, listeners. Today, I want to talk to you about mistakes. Okay, now you've all made mistakes, and if you say you didn't make mistakes, well, you know what? You really need to have a come-to-Jesus moment because you're not telling the truth. But mistakes are not bad. Mistakes are good if you learn from them. I remember one of the biggest mistakes that I 
ever, ever had is that I really, when I started the production company years ago, I had some folks come up to me and say, you know what? You need to do this. You need to do that. So I put together this big promotion of a mud wrestling. This was a mud wrestling tournament. So I have the mud wrestlers coming in, but I didn't negotiate a contract. I met a gentleman that came up to me. He was known as the Purple Flash. Well, the Purple Flash said, Ronnie, he called me Ronnie. Ronnie, you need to bring the Chicago Knockers and do mud wrestling. And I said, well, when I heard Chicago Knockers, of course, I got to bring them. Let's do mud wrestling with the Chicago Knockers. So he negotiated everything. I gave him money. And to make a long story short, he was a con man. And not only did the Chicago knockers never show up that night when people were paid attendance to see the Chicago knockers. I had to tell them that they're not coming. In fact, it was in November, a cold month, and I blamed it on the icy roads from Chicago. They could not make it. So it's been canceled. And I remember the people. This is the honest to God truth. They were in the stands. They wanted to come out of the stands and wring my neck. You can read the full story in my book, The Promoter. They wanted to come out and wring my neck. And I had to have the police officer stand around me to protect me from the crowd. Well, they dispersed, and I heard a lot of names, and they wanted to know where I lived, what my address was. But the mistake was this, that... I wanted something so bad that I was willing to believe anything I heard. Sometimes we want to hear what we want to hear. In other words, when people know what we want to hear, they'll tell us what we hear and they're lying to us. They're manipulating us. And that's what he did. And he cost me a lot of money and he almost cost me my life. So I learned from that mistake from then on that I would negotiate all contracts myself. I would talk with the people and I would get details. And I never had a bad contract after that. Well, maybe I had one more. (laughs) And that's in the book. I don't want to go into that detail now, but uh, maybe I did have one more. Took me actually into court. But Someone asked me the other day, they said, uh, how did you ever get so smart, Ron? I said, why do you think I'm smart? Well, you just seem to have a lot together. And I said, I will tell you why I am so smart. Because I have screwed up so much. You know, you can screw up so much that eventually you figure out how to do it. (laughs) You figure out what the right answer is. You figure figure out what God wants you to to do. You know, some people will ask me, why do you do the radio show, Ron? Are you on an ego trip? Do you just want to hear your voice? I said, no, 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 not at all. I've been there, done that. I've had my day in the sun, but I really want to help people. I want to help people get to that next level in their life. I want people to have peace. I believe in you Probably more than you believe in yourself, listeners. I know what you are capable of doing. I know what God has planned for you. I know that when you take God out of a box, that the world is at your 
feet. Because what God plans for each of us, it isn't small. In fact, eyes haven't seen and ears haven't heard, but it's good. It's good. But you've also heard the saying that you can never miss anything you never had. Well, if you've never had that experience of just total euphoria, that just excitement and a passion, then it's hard to really relate to when I tell you that God has that for you because you've never experienced that feeling. So I try with my stories or with interviews of other people's story stories, try to relate to you how much more there is in life. You never have to settle for a crappy life, crappy relationships, crappy jobs. You don't have to because what God plans for each of us is good. It's real good. And when we walk in our purpose and our destiny and we have the hell out of our life, we act different. We think different. You know, I tell people all the time, do you know that you are only one divine thought away from transformation in your life? Maybe you are praying for a new job, a new place to live or something out there. When you commit that idea in your questions to God and that one divine thought, he will answer you. Now, it may not be in one minute. It may be in hours. It may be in days. But all of a sudden, and this is what's happened to me, I'll be turning something over to God. I really need some direction. I need this. And I might be, I might be on a, uh, a Stairmaster. I might be on a bicycle. I might be mowing the lawn. And all of a sudden, I get this. It's the million-dollar idea. It is the answer. It is the divine thought that I needed for the problem that I had. But now I got the solution. And do you know when it comes from God, it will always be 100% right? Sometimes we turn the radio dials or we get the motivational speakers or we go to the different preachers or we go to the horoscope people. We just want somebody to tell us something that will give us a little peace, a little direction, a little idea of what life is all about. When we can go to the creator, the one that created us, the one that put the dreams inside of you before you were born, the one that is controlling your heartbeat. And when you surrender and say, hey, God, I need some direction. I need some help. Can you help me with this? And you sincerely mean it and you're not manipulating God. He's got your heart. He gives you his voice. And when he gives you his voice, you know that you know, that you know, that you just had an encounter with God. And I, that is why I believe during this pandemic where God allowed the churches across the world to close because he had realized, he had seen that so much of churches be, become a social activity. People were gathering there for friends and fellowship and coffee and chicken dinners. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. But the whole point of church is to communicate, to touch the spirit of God. I believe God allowed those churches to close to draw you and I closer to him. Because when we're going through troubles, we need, and we're desperate for an answer. We need the truth. The truth that will set us free. The truth 
to the problems, the truth, to give us peace, the truth, to just get the hell out of our life. And only that truth can come through the Father, through His Son, Jesus, through the Holy Spirit. And when you have that, once that relationship and you have that first communication with God, you're hooked, friends. You're hooked. It's forever. It's forever. You decide you don't even want to listen to the iTunes in the car anymore. You just want some quieter, some little peaceful spiritual music, some contemporary Christian, maybe some worship music, maybe gospel music. And it's on low. And you're just chattering away with God driving down the road. People are looking at you saying, what in the heck is wrong with that person? And you're just sitting over there having a conversation with Jesus. I know it sounds a little crazy, but man, that is what life is about. I'm tired of the bad news. I'm tired of all this nonsense, but I'm never tired of fellowshipping with my bud, my mentor, my savior, my friend, and that is Jesus. <clears throat> For those of you out there that are maybe still trying to make your mark in the world and become who God created you to be, good. Keep it up. Keep going for what it is. And if you're out there and you're older and you say, well, you know, I should have done this and that young when I was younger. No, it's, it's never too late. If you were breathing, God isn't finished with you. God has something for each of us to do. I believe that every one of us has this incredible assignment. It could be something small, something big. It could be something that only God knows. But he is the only one that can give us those instructions. Well, when I come back from my break, I'm going to share a couple of my lessons from my private playbook of life. I think you'll enjoy them. We all need encouragement. Encouragement does one of two things. It either frees us from the trouble we fear or it gives us the strength and courage to meet the trouble when it comes. If you would like to receive a weekly text message of encouragement, simply text the word INSPIRE to 51660. That's INSPIRE to 51660. Our messages will encourage, inspire, and empower you on your journey through life. Life is tough. Be encouraged. What's your story? We're looking for stories of hope and overcoming life's struggles with God's grace. Your story validates God's love, mercy, restoration, and forgiveness. We want to help you share your story with the world. Visit our website, thepromoter.org, and click on the Share Your Story link and submit your story. Your testimony of God's amazing grace will change a person's destiny for eternity. Welcome back, listeners. I wanted to, I put together years ago, I think I was up to about 50 lessons, 50 lessons that I've learned in life. I want to share a few with you. Uh, my lesson number one, I am prepared for detours and the road to destiny. Never prejudge hitchhikers. You may be entertaining angels. Now, what I mean by that is that often in your journey in life, God will place people in your path that they just are people to you. But 
they're really planted there by God because they have something or they will share something with you or you will help them in a situation. But so much of it is, I'll give you an example. When I wake up in the morning, I say, God, who am I going to meet today? Who am I going to tell that you love them or give a bracelet? I love to give these little Jesus bracelets out. Every day I meet someone. And after a conversation with them, we both realize that, wow, I was supposed to talk with you. So never get so focused on your direction in life that you're going down the path to destiny, that you're so focused on there, you don't enjoy the blessings and the people and the friends and the family that are on that path, because you can gain a lot of knowledge from them. Lesson number four. Oh, I kind of spoke about this in the previous segment. I love my daily conversation with Jesus. He knows my voice and I know his. He inspires me. You know, we, when our car is running low on fuel, we have to go get gassed up. But no, sometimes I need to get juiced up in the morning. And the only way I can get juiced up is my coffee and Jesus. <laughs> That's it. And it doesn't have to be big and theological. You know what it is? Is just being honest, opening up your heart, and just share what you would share with the best friend. It's really, it, it really is that simple. Oh, and here's a good one. Number 12. You might not like me, but God loves me. You know, I think all of us fight acceptance. We all want to be accepted. We all want to be liked. We all want to be buds with people on Facebook, we want to know who likes our post, who don't like our post. And then when we see our friends count go down, we get panicky. Oh, no, I lost friends. What happened? But you have to remember, there's only a percentage of people in this world that are going to like you. And there's another percentage that are not going to like you. That's just a fact of life. But what you must understand that they may not like you, but God loves you. And when you know that God loves you, God is for you and never against you, it kind of puts on, um, like tell people, like Teflon shoulder pads, that this negativity and all the things out there in the world, they just slide off your shoulders because you're confident in who you are because you know who God is, and God does not make mistakes. He made you exactly how you need to be. So don't fight for other people's acceptance. Just do the things that you know God will be proud of. Ron will be back in a moment to wrap up today's conversation. Would you like to get the hell out of your life? Would you like to live a life with peace and purpose? We can help you. Simply go to our website, thepromoter.org and download your free copy of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. This free resource will encourage, empower, and inspire you to become the person God created you to become. It's time to get the hell out of your life and discover your divine destiny. Now, back to Ron. Well, friends, my time is up and thank you for being a part of this conversation today and remember this, that God loves you, God has a plan for you, and God will take all your bad and turn it to good. Get 
Today's show was produced by Ron Myers Ministries, a listener-supported ministry. For a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website, thepromoter.org. And would you prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation so that we may continue to share stories of God's amazing grace with the world? And join us next week for another broadcast of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. Real people, sharing real struggles, and offering real hope.